Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Good morning, everyone. We're glad that you can join us this morning. We have a couple quick announcements before we get started. Uh, Number one, we hope you are joining us on Mondays and Wednesdays for our online prayer group. Uh, Mondays we meet at noon, and Wednesdays we meet at 6.30 p.m. Uh, We've emailed you the contact information, how to join in on GoToMeeting and the codes and everything. So we hope that you are doing that and joining us for that. Those are great. We had a good time the other night when we did that. Next week, we're going to be having Sabbath School online as well, the adult Sabbath School. We will be using that same GoToMeeting and code. So we look forward to you joining us next week, the first week in April. I don't know what the date is, April 2 or something like that. Um, But we look forward to everybody joining us then. And lastly, we hope you continue. It's April 4. So uh, join us next week on April 4. And lastly, we hope that uh, everybody is able to um, make their donations for their offerings and their tithes online. If that doesn't work for you and you're a check person, that's okay. You can email the check to the church. Uh, We'll get it. Just write a note. Tell us how you want the funds put in to tithe and offering, and uh, we'll take care of that for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that we can be here this morning, Lord, in these weird times when things are different. We're glad that we have the technology and the ability, Lord, to still in some way come together and meet. And even though we are in separate places, we're grateful that yet we can be together and worship you. Be with us this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hi, friends. It's another great opportunity to gather together uh, digitally as well. And uh, I look forward to being able to participate and, uh, today. Father in heaven, as we now begin uh, our, our service, as far as the speaking We ask that you be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. In my preparation this week for preparing for this message, I came across a quote from uh, Gandhi, and he said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself into serving others. Now, today is a a special Sabbath because we are going to be doing communion. And usually when when we do communion, we have foot washing. But today, we're not able to gather together. That's all right. We're going to talk about service. And when I think of service in Scripture, I'm reminded in uh, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, where Jesus heals a man who had been paralyzed. In chapter 2, verse 1, it says, A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. So imagine being in somebody's home. Maybe it's even your own home, and there are so many people. It's basically standing room only. Nobody else can fit in. And yet we find ourselves here in verse 3, some men came bringing to him 
a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven. Now, we just read this story. And only in five, five verses, there's a lot here that can be unpacked. So, we find that Jesus, again, he's in this home. Everybody, it's wall-to-wall filled with people. Everybody wants to know who Jesus is. He's saying all of these wonderful, amazing things and just blowing their minds. And yet he also has the ability to heal. Jesus, by nature, he was a humble servant healing others. And there's this man who's paralyzed. We don't know his story other than he was paralyzed, he wanted to be healed, and four of his friends carried him on his mat but they couldn't even get inside. And so, of course, you know, they were determined. They didn't want to stop. So they literally get on the roof, and they start to dig, and they start to move things. I don't quite know how this roof looked, but if I were the homeowner, I'd probably be a little upset that people got on my roof and started digging through it and lowered a person through it. When we serve others, sometimes we also have to be uh, determined to not let the first opportunity go by. Maybe there's second or third ways of doing something to help another person. And as by faith, by the faith of not only just this man, but also the people around him, his friends, it was by their faith as well that this man was healed. Later, we actually not even later, immediately, Now, some of the teachers were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately, Jesus, in his spirit, it was that that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he says to them, why are you thinking such things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And it's here that Jesus heals this man. And it is only because of the faith of the paralyzed man who was healed and also the faith of his four friends that this man could find peace. He could find hope. And together, they could do amazing things. So he got up, he walked out in full view of them all. Remember, this is a packed house. And this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. When we talk about service, there's a couple of things as well that we need to keep, uh, uh, keep in mind of, to remember. Number one is to have an open mind of what you think service is. Sometimes it could be something as great as going in, uh, maybe to downtown L.A. where we live and feeding the homeless. Or it could be something as simple as uh, on a hot day in the summer. I know summer's coming in a couple of months. It's going to be super hot. It always gets into the hundreds at some point, and people are going to be in the park. Maybe something as simple as getting, going to Costco or Sam's Club and getting that 24-pack of bottled water, putting it in ice, and handing it out to other people, especially on a super hot day. Or maybe if you're a kid and you want to find a way to be able to help your mom and dad, 
something as simple as taking the trash out without even having to be asked is one way that you can help serve and help your parents. Moms and dads really appreciate that. Or maybe you could even, if you have siblings, if you have a brother or a sister, you can work as a team to try to find different ways to surprise your mom and dad in helping them out. There are many ways to serve. One of the things that we can also just do is just simply stop and listen to somebody because there's a lot of people here in this world. Even uh, even sometimes I need somebody that I can just talk to and be able to share. One of my one of my best friends, uh, Eustace. We may not talk for maybe a couple of months, but when we do, we don't just talk for a couple of minutes. Sometimes we'll talk up to three or four hours. We'll start with lunch, and then we'll end with an early dinner, even though we're separated. In fact, when he, when I I hadn't seen him in probably five or six years, we literally spent. Uh, we got to the restaurant at about one o'clock, and we left at five thirty. Taking time to listen. And not just listen, but validate what they're saying. When it comes to serving as well, sometimes it means as well that we care even when it costs us something. And I'm not just talking about uh, money, because there are people who sometimes, you know, look, they're down on their luck. And maybe if you have the financial means, uh, maybe helping them get to somewhere, or if they need something like medicine, by all means, try to help them out. But sometimes as well, Helping others can sometimes take an emotional toll, even a mental toll, and especially a physical toll. I think of the many healthcare professionals, especially my sister, who's a nurse, and uh, my friends Elisa, Vanessa, um, Jackie, and, and many, especially nurses, who literally are on the front lines in hospitals right now. Some of them don't even have the ability to switch their protective masks or, or the face masks. Sometimes helping others as well comes at a cost as well. And be, be mindful as well. Make sure you take care of yourselves in this situation. You don't want to get burned out. And recognize, too, that sometimes, especially if we, we want to help others, we may think that we have the whole idea. It's not about you. It's about the other person. So how can we help? Well, one of the ways that we could do is, again, just listen. Find simple things to do that can help serve one another. And maybe not right now, but in the future, maybe your neighbor, you see the grass. Maybe you have an older, older family that lives next door, an older couple, and they're not able to mow their grass or trim the, trim the lawn. Take that opportunity to do that for them. Or maybe even wash their car. Go to the library and read for kids in the afternoon after kids get out of school. Go to the park or the beach and pick up litter. Hold the door when you stop uh, in the elevator. Help your siblings, especially maybe help them get their homework done. And as well as we serve others as well. Serving others requires a heart that is open, that is also humble. And when we're trying to get things done as well, especially as a leader, it's important that we also listen to others and get ideas because we may have great ideas, but even those around us may have even better ideas. So solicit ideas from others. During this time, especially, it can be frustrating because, you know, we're, we're supposed to be home. 
But there are many ways that we can help others. And when we do, when we take our minds off of ourselves and we, we think of others, we not only bring healing and help for those, but as well for us. It's, it's helping because there's no better thing that we can do than to help one another. And yes, we may have challenges, but when we look around as well, there are many who have challenges. And helping them to overcome their challenges is also a blessing like no other. So, Downey Church, I pray that during this time, even when we may be, be homebound, when we can't even go out, we can't shake hands, we can't hug, I, I learned this today, do the heart hammer. <laughs> you may not be able to say hi or, or touch physically, but give the heart hammer. Or extend a greeting. Something as simple as even writing a note or a letter, not just a text, because it takes time to write that letter out. Be thoughtful in how you want to serve others. And as Jesus says as well, may you be the salt and the light in this world that this world needs. Now, we're going to transition to the communion. So if you don't have your stuff ready, hit pause and come back. And at this point, I'd like to now invite Bill. Why don't you come on up? Uh, Bill is going to pray for the bread and the juice, and then I will uh, continue and follow through with the communion. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for what you did for us as we think back of how you served us and the ultimate sacrifice that you made for us, Lord. We know it's something we can never repay, We know it's something that is just so precious that all we can do is accept it and say thank you so much. So, Lord, today we ask that your blessing on the bread that represents your body and on the cup that represents your blood. Lord, it was innocent blood. It was an innocent body. And thank you that you took our punishment, Lord, and gave us away to spend eternity with you. Lord, we ask your blessing on these things and bless all of our family members. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Bill. In the Gospels, Jesus tells... Uh, two disciples to go and to prepare a table. And it was there that they partake of the juice and eating of the bread. And we find some years later, Paul recounts in his letter to the Corinthians in chapter 11. He says in verse 23, For I received from the Lord, which I also passed on to you, The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, 
after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So, as a church, we do this every quarter. Four times a year where we're reminded of and, and eat and drink these emblems as a reminder of Jesus' blood. Jesus, in fact, in the uh, book of John, talks about him being the bread of life. And as we're reminded as well, the bread that was representing the body of his body being broken on the cross beforehand. And as well, the juice or the wine reminding of his blood that was shed for us. May we not take our Lord and Savior for granted, but also be reminded of hopeful that our God desires that we choose to live a life with him. God desires to want to be in our lives, in all aspects. And all it takes is a prayer of God, saying to God, God, please come into my heart. If you want to learn more about him, please reach out to us and we'll give you the resources and we'll walk you through in that journey of discovering a wonderful, beautiful Savior who wants us to be with you in not only now, but forevermore. A Savior who is gracious, of loving, and of kind, and that brings us hope in this world. Father in heaven, Today we've gathered together, we've partaken in the emblems. And now, Lord, may we not, may this not be just another service, but Lord, truly, may it transform and empower us, Lord. Be with us, especially during this time. Grant us faith, grant us courage, grant us wisdom, especially to know how to move forward. And Lord, may we also as well be grateful and humble. Thank you for all that you've done for us, and be with us now. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Take care. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.